And Jalen Hurts after the game sounded that just lost and also was sick. Yeah, Not no. a good combination at all. No. Not at all. It is just watching this team from the start of the season now. I mean, I know I said it before, but I'll say it again as we get ready to bring on Bob Wankel here. I, I just see a team trending in the wrong direction at the worst possible time. They're lucky to have that schedule they have, but I mean, division games, you got the guys. Who knows, man? Tommy DeVito may have one last run in him. There may be one more spoiler for him. The swan song. It's the price of his appearance fee at bars even more. in at every place with his agent in a new new suit and new hat and yeah. do hand thing. And the legend continues. Already beat the Patriots like we projected. Remember we forecasted the legend to start with that. The legend of DeVito. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Spurs, I'm sorry, I just can't stop looking at the score. It's yeah. 18 to 3. The Spurs are three points in six minutes of basketball. Spurs right? are really bad. Like, they, they're one to three. They're they, the Spurs are a team that last year we knew was tanking. Now they don't like they look worse than they were last year. Yeah, it's just yeah they're they're out especially God they're 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 a tough tough watch. No Devin Vassell points yet. Also good with Wemby at center though they've been a top five defense which he's been fantastic. That's where he needs to unnoticed. be. That's where he needs to be is Brook Lopez. Three. All right, we bring on Bob Wankel crossing broad where I, I'm sure everybody today Bob. Calm, cool, collected. Even Scott Lynn over here, our producer, who is the nicest Philly fan I've ever met, has been angry and bitter the entire day. Imagine it's pretty much the same in Philadelphia across the board. A lot of measured and nuanced takes here in Philadelphia <laughs> after that game last night. Yeah. I saw the one that was really getting under my my, my craw was the Carson Wentz comparisons saw the top line I think that's that's absolutely absurd to compare Jalen Hurts who was just a few weeks ago in the MVP and would have won it last year if he wouldn't have gotten injured and now we're comparing to Carson Wentz uh what's the story with this is it just an attitude thing his play on the field yeah, so uh, it's uh, it is annoying and <laughs> you should be annoyed when you see that type of stuff there's just this fear in Philadelphia that like nothing gold can stand. It's like we watch this young up and coming player uh, go to heights, take the Eagles to the brink of a Super Bowl. In Wentz's case, they win it. He has to play in that postseason or in the Super Bowl, but he helps them win a championship. And then he basically turns into a pumpkin a year later. And you know, I think that there's some fans in the city that are afraid that we're we're kind of getting duped again off of one really good year. What we're being told is a franchise quarterback. I, I personally think that's silly. You go back and you look at Carson Wentz specifically. Uh, first of all, you, you mentioned it. You, you know, four weeks ago, Jalen Hurts is the, the leader on the board for MVP this season. Carson Wentz, after his 2017 season, never even came close to replicating that level of play. He was never the same. So, you know, already Jalen Hurts has done more, I think, and sustained than Carson Wentz ever has. But I think it's just that fear of, you know, hey, is this going to happen again? Um, and, and Jalen Hurts is, you know, th these past few weeks, and when you look at him year over year, you know, even the most optimistic fan or defender would have to admit that there has been some level of regression. And I think that you can contextually explain and rationalize it. But, you know, the reality is he has not played particularly here, especially as of late. Is one of the rationalizations have to do with his coordinator going to Indianapolis? Yeah, I mean, listen. Hiking is, is outstanding, and I, I think that what you know he was able to do in 
that he was able to build in for Jalen last year was evident, and you see what he's been able to do with the Colts this season. He's turned Gardner Minshew back into a, I would say, a viable starting quarterback, you know, especially the way the league is right now in 2023. Um, and I think you see that he's, he's a very talented play caller, and he's a very good, uh, you know, a play player as well. Um, and I do think that his absence has hurt to a degree. I, I think it's unfair uh, to pin this all on, on uh, Eagles offensive coordinator Brian Johnson, but certainly I think that you are, you're seeing a lot of analysts locally and nationally kind of question some of the schemes that, that he's implemented. I think that the Eagles offense has really truly evolved uh, year over year. I think that some things have sort of you know, caught on to a degree to some elementary concepts that the Eagles run. Eagles like to say, hey, we have this talent on the perimeter. We have a great offensive line. We're just going to skill you. And that worked last year and just isn't quite working the same. The big plays are not there for this offense. And I think that the big play not there, Jalen Hurts is starting to try to force the big play. And I think it's exactly what we saw happen last night. The ball. You know, you talked about Shane Steichen, Jonathan Gannon also gone, and you know, I mean, the linebacker position's been a little bit of a mess. Uh, slot corner as well. You didn't really replace. Replace. They didn't really replace uh, Gardner Johnson. Not saying you didn't. So, do you, do you feel like that could be turned around though? I mean, defensive side of the ball. I, I feel like you know the next couple weeks, good right, get good uh, rights, but get good rights. spots. I can't speak English tonight. Thirteen and a half point favorites, but like. <laughs> playoffs if you have to see a team like Dallas or San Francisco that could kind of torch you across the middle of the field and with that run game you know what's your concern yeah I think there's a ton of concern defensively I mean they just they just essentially fired their defensive coordinator at 10-3 uh, you know and I, I think to be honest with you uh, it was probably warranted I mean Sean Desai really struggled I think marry the the front four of this team which is supposed to be its strength some of their, uh, you know, coverage vulnerabilities on the back end. I mean, you know, linebacker is just, um, it's a black hole on this team. The Eagles, you know, don't invest a ton at linebacker, uh, but they let a couple good players get away here uh, in recent And you look at the uh, the absence of C.J. Gardner-Johnson, that has really hurt. Avante Maddox went down very early in the season. They haven't been able to replace him. Bradley has really struggled uh, in that role. Bayard trade he came in a few weeks ago uh, he either is just maybe not the same player he was uh, the past few seasons or he's still getting acclimated he struggled at times so I mean I, I think that there's a real concern there and I'm not sure that this team will fix that on the fly like I think that when you look at a team like the Eagles and the expectations around this team you think like they'll get it together it's the Eagles they're a well uh, a well-coached team a strong organization they're going I just don't know that they have an answer to it. Now, I, I will say last night with Darius Slay out, um, I thought Eli Ricks uh, did a nice job. Uh, Keely Ringo uh, did a nice job. And, and Keely Ringo essentially played his first professional football game at, at last night. Um, he had only been really a special teams guy up until uh, he played his first snaps. And, and last night was his first real extended run. I thought that he acquitted himself nicely. Is this enough to, to get by the Cowboys in the postseason? Is it enough to get by the 49ers in the postseason? Like, I just don't think that they have it. Uh, Bob, now that I can speak English, I actually want to go back to the <laughs> offensive side of the ball and talk about Jalen because last year, so two years ago, I just didn't think he could make all the throws. And then last year, that offense, you know, he was throwing, he was like spraying the ball all over the field and it looked like a different offense. They were, they were top 10 in pace. Everything was real quick. And this year, everything's 
low. He hasn't looked as explosive. But, I mean, we know he can make the throw. So, is it this year? You know what I mean? Like, last night, the two interceptions, that's whatever it was. I don't know. This year, I just feel like he's missing more throws. And he's kind of, like, abandoned what he was doing last year. Have you seen the same stuff? I've seen the exact same thing. I, I just think that there's issues. And one of the things that we do, and I know that this is not necessarily unique to Philadelphia, but it's like we have to hammer it down to one thing. You know, like what is the issue? And I just think it's a multitude of issues right now. And so I'll actually kind of go away. Like the Eagles cannot run the ball as effectively as they did a year ago. And yeah. so you're seeing different looks. Uh, you know, you're getting a lot of too high safety. Uh, you're not bringing that extra safety down in the box. It's harder to throw the football. So I think of it, teams are saying, like, we are not going to get beat over the top by these guys. We are not going to play. So everything that the Eagles do is hard. You know, watch the Eagles play week in, week out. It's not that they can't move the football. You don't see a lot of three and outs and right off the field, but you saw it last night. Like, it takes 12, 13, 14, 15 play drives for them to score. And, you know, I, I think that that's really been a big part of this. You know, you talk about his ability to make the throws and, and why hasn't he been able to do so consistently. I think it's kind of come and gone. I think it's really been an inability to finish drive. The offense was horrible at the start of the year. They kind of pieced it together and got hot for a while in the middle there. And then problems have sort of reappeared in recent weeks. I don't think it's necessarily as as it seems right now, but there are concerns here. And I do think he's forced a little bit. I do think that some of the route combinations are very, very slow to develop. Um, it, it just everything has sort of been clunky and this offense and you know one of the things you said was pace like you see it like time they snap the ball it's down to two three yeah. seconds left on the play clock like you just kind of would say like come on guys get to the line and roll here just aren't playing with a lot of enthusiasm they're not playing with a lot of energy as a team they're not playing complimentary football it's just to, to see how well they played a year ago and you know they were sort of playing with fire for a few months this season but you look at some of the teams and and I sort of lean to on the side of, hey, listen, you know, you just beat the Chiefs at Arrow. You know, you just you just beat the the big bad Dolphins who scored seventy points two weeks prior. You know, you you beat the in comeback fashion. Like, I don't care about the style points, but all those people that were saying like, hey, this team kind of has like a little bit of a fraud. It. Like they they look pretty smart right now. Talking to Bob at MGM tonight. All right, you so when when you we look at where they are right now, we do feel like they're prisoner of the moment feeling too, right? Where you look at the way they played and go, oh my God, the sky's falling. You got the Giants coming up this weekend at home. Giants are dogs coming to Philadelphia. Does this feel like a spot for more likely a letdown as a close game and the Giants cover? Or is this more likely to be a they get things right, work on stuff in practice this week, they wake up after what happened against Seattle, and they go out and Giants? Because as a Commanders fan, I know these NFC East games can get really, really weird. Yeah, they can. And I think right now the uh, the Eagles can't take you know anybody for granted. But I kind of think the Giants showing in New Orleans last week was, was sort of the end of the Tommy DeVito you know, hype train. I, I think that they their season's effectively over. I, I just think that given what the Eagles have gone through, leadership on this team, you talk about the Brandon Grahams and Fletcher Coxes and Jason Kelseys and – I still think Hurts is. Like, I, I still think that, that Hurts commands the locker room. You know, there's a lot of talk about this stuff all of a sudden. Like, you know, what, is he really on the same page as A.J. 
I think a lot of that's nonsense. Um, I would expect them to, to at home on Christmas. Uh, a lot of people there that are that are kind of making the joke like, "Oh, great, here come the Eagles to, to ruin my Christmas." Awesome, <laughs> but I really think that they will uh, respond. And that's not that's not really I think for a homer. Um, I just think if this team really has anything left, they will show up on on Monday. I don't know that they they cover the spread. Like, who are the Eagles to beat anybody, or you know, to, to lay? What, I don't know what or is right now. I think I saw ten and a half earlier. You know, who are the Eagles to double digit points to anyone right now? But do they do they win the game? I, I would be stunned if they didn't find a way after everything that's gone on here the last few weeks. Yeah, and Jalen Hurts was talking about lack of commitment, which was sort of shocking. I want to talk about a, a team that's in a little bit of a spot. It's still early. Is Joel Embiid better this year than last year in the MVP? Yeah, it's interesting. If you, you look at the counting stats, points per game's up, uh, assists are up, uh, defensive, or I'm sorry, rebounds are up. Like, I mean, it looks great. Um, is he better? Like, I, I don't know, but I think that the, the vibe around the team is so much better that he seems to kind of, like, and I know this is going to sound like kind of corny, I guess, but, like, he's playing with like, more joy. He's playing with more energy. It's just a, a totally different feel. The Sixers for the last handful of years, they always just kind of felt like a slog, you yeah. know, like the whole thing. And and right this team really gets along. They like each other, play with a lot of energy. I know they had a letdown against Chicago last night, but they've really kind of, in the past, when they, they play inferior opponents, they struggle with them. They, they lose a lot of these games. And I mean, they've been blowing teams out of the water for the last month now. Uh, it really does feel different. And, and, you know, I think in a lot of ways, fun to watch him this year, if that makes sense. Got about a minute left or so here. How much do you think they stack up against the Celtics? You know, a notch below, a couple notches below right now, if you're looking at the Sixers? Yeah, I mean, I think that there's three teams to beat in the East, but I, I think the Sixers are the, the clear, you know, between Boston and Milwaukee. Um, there, the sense here is it call, call us in the second round. Like, it is fun to watch them. I think people are surprisingly bought into this team more than they thought they would be. But there's still a sense of, hey, great, awesome, regular season success. But, you know, let's see what happens when we get to the team has not been able to climb that hill to date. And it, it still seems like they won't. You know, maybe they make an addition. I know they're going to have an opportunity to. But, yeah, I, I think a lot of – there's skepticism about what this team could be in terms of competing for a championship. He's Bob Wankel. Broad, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on with us, man. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Speaking of those – 44-26 after one over San Antonio I right now. So I couldn't speak English here, and I was like, hey, let's check my props. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, when you talk, you talk like this for 20 hours a week, we're going to stumble on occasions. I do that at home now, too, though, yeah. sometimes. Let's be We've all stumbled on our words. Like, it's not a good, it's not a good <laughs> Sorry, coach. More enough this week. <laughs> you know what? I feel the same damn way, damn it. <laughs> my words speaking correctly anymore. It's a bad MGM tonight. My words are not wording. <laughs>